That's a bunch of baloney. So you're not afraid of ghosts then, right? Of course not. They don't exist. Then I dare you to spend the night in that cemetery back there, Bo challenged. Oh, come on, let's get some sleep. What's the matter, you chicken? No, I just don't see any reason to go. Besides, we could get in trouble for leaving the campgrounds. You're afraid, admit it. I am not, snapped Danny. You want to go to the cemetery? Fine, let's go. We'll see who chickens out first. With their flashlights leading the way, the two scouts walked back to the cemetery. When they reached the spot where they had seen the ghostly image, Danny had to admit to himself that he was a little spooked. He really didn't want to be out there at all, but Bo had dared him, and he wasn't about to back down from a dare. Call him anything, but don't call him chicken. When they reached the graveyard, Danny wanted to sit by a tree off to the side. No way, said Bo. We've got to be right in the middle of the cemetery, and it's got to be right over a grave. Reluctantly, Danny sat down with his back resting on a marker while Bo did the same thing on another gravestone facing him. Danny was starting to sweat, mostly from the warm, muggy air, but also because he felt more than a little bit uneasy. He had camped out many times before with his dad and other scouts without any concerns, but this was different. This was in a cemetery. Although Bo wasn't about to admit it, he was somewhat scared too. But since it was his idea, he couldn't exactly call the whole thing off now. Danny would gleefully tell all the others who was really the chicken. No, he'd stick it out and try to outlast his friend. To mask their fear, the two boys kept talking about anything and everything from baseball to movies to girls. While they were talking, Danny was idly pawing at the ground, digging a little hole with his fingers until it was deep enough to stick his entire hand in. Ouch! He yelped. I just cut my middle finger on something sharp. With Bo holding a flashlight, Danny dug around the object in the hole. A minute later, he gave a low whistle. Wow, will you look at this? Danny pulled out an old knife with a slightly decayed wooden handle and a slender rusty blade that was broken halfway down the curved shaft. Carved into the handle was either the number 54 or the initials SH. The boys couldn't quite make it out. Do you suppose it's from the Civil War? Danny asked excitedly. Man, what a find! Maybe it was used in the battle here. Maybe it was used to kill a soldier. Danny was blabbering about all the possibilities of who owned the knife and how it got there when Bo interrupted him. Uh, Danny, do you get the feeling we're not alone? Like there's someone out there watching us? Oh, knock it off, Bo. If you're trying to scare me, it won't work. I'm not. Just listen. After about ten seconds of silence, Danny said, I don't hear anything. That's the point. There is no sound. All of a sudden, we don't hear any birds or insects or anything. J just like earlier tonight. As the words tumbled out of Bo's mouth, the boys felt a weird chill. The hair on the backs of their necks stood straight up and the goosebumps prickled their arms. What do you think? Bo whispered with alarm. Maybe we should head back, said Danny, his throat now feeling uncomfortably dry. I'm really tired. I knew you'd chicken out, sneered Bo, putting on a brave front. If you're not going, then I'm not going. I'll stay right here and... Danny stopped in mid-sentence and slowly stood up to get a better look. Uh-oh. From one end of the cemetery, the same glowing mist they had seen earlier began to materialize into a human figure. But instead of fading away like before, it began to reveal features. 
The startled boys could plainly see it was a man in the tattered gray uniform of the Confederate Army. A floppy, torn cavalry hat covered part of his gaunt, unshaven face. His thin lips were curled in a sneer. The man began to move toward them slowly and awkwardly. He walked with a terrible limp, his right leg stiff and out to the side as he dragged his right foot. Extending his left arm, he opened his trembling hand with the palm up as if he wanted something from them. The boys didn't stick around to find out what it was. Danny and Bo tore out of there as fast as their legs could carry them. Although Danny had always outraced Bo in the past, this time Bo was out in front. Their arms, legs, and hearts kept pumping faster and faster as they ran all the way back to the camp. The boys then dove into their tent and crawled inside their sleeping bags. While trying to catch his breath, Bo stammered, I think we saw an honest-to-goodness real-life ghost. I don't know what else it could have been.